As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sift Spoil for this week. Hey! Uh, we're going to talk about all the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences in uh, a couple of movies, Zombieland 2 and Maleficent 2. So, they all die. Uh, yeah, that's actually true. Um, and I'm sorry that Andrew just spoiled Now nah, I guess we're done. Yep. I guess we're done because uh, Andrew spoiled everything. Which one do you want to start off with? Um, we'll put uh, timestamps, by the way, in this in the description. So if you want to go to the second one, you can look there and click on it. I actually think we should start with uh, Maleficent. All right, let's start with Maleficent, and then we'll if we have any Zombieland Two stuff, uh, we can talk about that. I will go straight to the end and spoil kind of what I was talking about with the big negative of this film. The end is a big battle between uh, the two warring factions. The Pfeiffers and the Jolies. Yes. Uh, Jolie finds her original people, the yeah. Fays, uh, and finds out that she is descended from a phoenix uh, and that they are preparing for war on the humans other than Chuitel Ejiofor, whose character wants peace. Uh, the human is mu humans are much the same way in that Michelle Pfeiffer wants war. Um, but her husband, King, wants peace. Uh, so they have this huge war, and to the movie's credit, it has real consequence. There are fairies and magical creatures and humans dying all over the place, um, and including some of our favorite characters. Uh, I got a question for yeah. you real quick. You said that 20 minutes in, you, there was something that was really heart-wrenching and mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah. Does Aurora die? No. Oh, I thought that's what your no. big spoiler was. Nope. Okay. Um, no, Aurora is alive and well. Uh, but at the end, after this huge battle where, again, to the movie's credit, lots of actual consequences, people dying... Um, the the other thing that's been happening is there's been a like a proposed wedding throughout all of this between Aurora and Philip, yep. who is Michelle Pfeiffer's son, um, Prince Philip. And so the machinations of the plot, which again I really like, are pushing them together but apart at the same time. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is using it to make Aurora feel that Maleficent is evil and bad and you know, kind of that whole misunderstanding thing that I was talking about. And again, I think yeah. that's done really well. But at the end of the movie, this battle uh, ends when Maleficent has her big moment. She 
turns phoenixes she, she dies and then comes back as an actual phoenix or dragon it's very game of thrones actually it, it almost feels like it it feels like game of thrones disney's game of thrones is yeah. really what this last scene feels like uh and i've always thought uh, maleficent feels like a uh, scary poppins is what i would what i would call her <laughs> um but anyways so they they have this big moment all these people have died and in the moment right after that Maleficent chooses to officiate the wedding between Aurora and Philip, and then that's the end of the movie. And I'm just thinking, so everybody died for nothing. All your well, I mean, not everybody died for nothing, but they just died. Like you have a church, fifty feet to your right, with your dead friend's body still in it, and and you're having a wedding, and we're supposed to feel the joy of this wedding. I don't. It was really weird. I was just like. It just, it really took me out of the movie there at the end hmm. because I was just I felt like you, it was great that you had the consequence, but just I mean just fade and then six months later, you know, just something where I feel like five we can, years so we can mourn later. we can mourn the dead, you know, or something. I don't yeah. know. So the end of this little, movie is four funerals and a wedding. Yes, exactly. Hey, yes, good job, Phil. More than four funerals, in fact, <laughs> four hundred funerals and a wedding. Um, and they actually kind of make a joke about one of the dead characters that I was kind of like, I don't, I think you're trying to lighten the mood here, but. He would so. have objected. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a spoiler cast. Yeah. I mean, is everyone happy at the end? Like, yes. Malefic- yeah. Everybody's. Maleficent is happy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's okay. great. Well, she's a Durgan now, so. <laughs> well, she, she reformed back into her mm. more typical fey appearance with the high cheekbones yeah. and the, mm. the wings and such. <laughs> Fair enough. It'd have been really funny if a dragon officiated a wedding. Yeah, yes, that would have been would yeah. have been very funny. So yeah, I did want to talk about that uh, just a little bit because it was the one weird thing kind of that happened in there. Okay. Um, also, like these uh, creatures are really beautiful. Like the the, the Fey warriors and everything was really I thought really well done and the the battle was kind of really well fought out. Like the way the humans. Um, battled them was through a combination of iron which hurts the phase which we've heard before and also a magical part that came from flowers that bloom when fairies die when you bury fairies after they die these very particular flowers bloom they took the little piece of those flowers and when touched it to the iron gave it a magical element that um, kills fairies not just injures them but kills them Sunday, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I found all that stuff uh, really well done. So nice. it was just kind of the end that I didn't like. Uh, Zombieland? Yeah. All right. What do, what do you want to spoil in Zombieland? What were you um, him hawing around about? <laughs> so um, right after uh, uh, Wils- uh, Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch die, I went to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And I came back, and Madison was alive again. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then after the movie, I leaned over to the guy next to me, like, hey, I went to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, she had a peanut allergy. Yeah. And it's funny because in the moment, I was thinking, maybe she just has an allergy to the peanut she's eating, you know? Uh-huh. Did you have that thought at all? No. Or, really? No. Because I because she was like, like, like oh, uh-huh. maybe her tongue's swelling up because of the peanuts and stuff like right. that. Um, man, she was a fun character. I'm so glad that she she lived. She yeah. was my favorite part of the movie, easily. Yeah. Yep. It was good stuff. Um, I love that 
that murrying someone is a verb now. Oh yeah, you murrieded him. Because <laughs> I thought initially, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, Rosario. I thought that she just mispronounced murdering somebody, but murrying is way way better. <laughs> yeah. And that post credit scene where Bill Murray just kills at the Garfield Murray, press conference. Yeah, kills all the yeah. zombies was great. Doesn't he finish it by saying, "I hate Mondays"? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um. What else in this movie? Um, I think that the uh, the whole running of the bulls was very like too on the nose. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, so that's how they're gonna win the day. I mean, because it made no sense. Oh, for the limit, like the lemming, the lemming thing? run yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it made like it made no sense for uh, Harrison Woody Harrelson to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Except like, oh, so I'm going to tell you a foreshadowing story right, right. now. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it felt like. I'm like, okay, so this is going to come to play later. And then once I saw the giant tower, the uh, uh, hanging gardens of Babylon, Babylon yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like as soon as I saw the tower, I'm like, oh, he's going to he's going to run to the bull and all of off the edge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. That's the other thing. Like the the zombies were. <sighs> Aren't I, they supposed to be super smart? Yeah. Right? Like, they introduced us to the fact that now zombies are smarter. Yeah. Besides the homers. Which, that one homer that kept coming back and back was hilarious. Yeah. So, there are, there are new types of zombies now. There's one that are called homers, which are just the dumbest zombies on the planet. <laughs> and then there's ones called hawkings, which are smart zombies. And they, there's, they show one, they go through at the beginning of the movie, they go through and they show you, like, these are the new zombies mm-hmm. and they give you, like, a little preview. And then they show one called the ninja which is completely silent. You don't hear it uh, until it's attacking you. It never comes back up the entire movie. Yeah, it's oh, really I weird. Thought, I thought that was going to be like, at the end of the movie, like a, or a ninja comes and it gets like one of our four heroes, right. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so yep. And then there's the T-800s, which is this new, new zombie, which doesn't matter if you shoot them in the head or not, they don't die. Huh. Um, it takes like so many... You ba- you basically have to crush them. Yeah, have to yeah. crush them to kill them, and um, and I'm like, oh, so this is going to be the new zombie, and that was the only zombie that really mattered was the one they called the T800, and it made me think they didn't need to introduce any of the other ones. They could have just had you know Madison come up and say, hey, have you guys heard the rumors about the new zombie? And they'd be like, what new zombie? You know, that would have made more sense. To me, I totally agree. Although I do think that the Homer chasing the butterfly everywhere was hilarious. Yeah, and he chases a butterfly <laughs> off the edge of the Babylon Tower. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That, that is a weird. I, I get what you guys are saying now. Like that's a very uh, like on purpose foreshadow yeah. at the beginning of the movie. It's never double down on at the end. Like um, the Hawking one was what I thought was really wasted besides the ninja, which never showed back up. But the Hawking one, they showed, um, this guy locks himself in this secure room that has like a eye, like a retina, uh, scanner to get into the room. And she actually grabs an eye out of a dead, like a scientist and uses his eye to open up the door. I'm like, Oh, that's a really smart zombie. You know, that's cool. Never comes back up. Wow. Yeah. Weird. And the ninja never comes back up. Only the Homer keeps coming back up. Although, (laughs) The one time they did show the Homer, uh, whenever they're standing on top of the RV, there's a part where they're standing in an RV and they're just being mobbed by zombies. And Jesse Eisenberg is like pointing out six o'clock, like a horde's coming here or three o'clock. And he's like, 
12, 15. Oh, wait, no, it's a homer. He's okay. And you just see this zombie just chasing a butterfly in circles. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Uh, funny stuff, but uh, completely wasted storytelling Yeah, uh, in those ways. I, I really don't have much else to say on a spoiler level. Um, I think that... What was the name of that character? Not Burbank, but... Uh, uh, Which character are you talking the about? The hippie kid. Oh, uh, uh, Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah, yeah, not Burbank. Uh, what a wasted character. Yeah. Like, totally wasted. Yeah. Like, it could have been so interesting, like, to have him be the, you know, show me a driving force besides the fact that he's the only person n- near Abigail Breslin's age, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, really make me hate that character, you know? Yeah. He was just a nothing character. In this movie, chose. I mean, as funny as it was, sometimes there were other times there were running gags in this that I think fell completely flat. Um, the whole car thing, I just I didn't think oh, it was funny. I love, I love the you? minivan thing. I thought that was hilarious yeah. how they had to keep going back to the minivan. I was just like, yeah, okay. I don't know. I did. It wasn't funny to me. I guess when something's not funny to you and it becomes a running gag, it mm. becomes even less funny to you. So that's it probably, becomes annoying at that yes, point. Yeah. yeah so that's no, I thought it was, it was hilarious. Funny. Yeah. Um, but nope. Definitely, I would go and see the movie just solely for Madison. I think she's that funny. She is very funny. And that's enough for me. And that is enough. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you hanging out for the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. Probably talk some spoilers on uh, at least. Uh, laundromat, since we'll all have seen that. So we'll catch you next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.